Since the world thought Constantine was dead, and Call's friends didn't care, Call was off the hook. Aaron, despite being a Makar, could go back to goofing around with Call. They'd be heading back to the Magisterium soon, and this time they'd be Bronze Year students, which meant they'd be getting into some really awesome magic, fighting spells and flying spells. Everything was better. Everything was great. Also, Aaron's robot was a smoking wreck. Really, it was hard for Cole to imagine how things could get better. I hope you guys remembered, said Alistair. Tonight is the party at the Collegium. You know, the one in our honor. Aaron and Cole looked at each other in horror. They had forgotten, of course. The days had gone by in a blur of skateboarding and ice cream and movies and video games, and both of them had completely blanked out on the fact that the Assembly of Mages was throwing a victory party at the Collegium in recognition of the fact that the Enemy of Death had been defeated after thirteen long years of Cold War. The Assembly had chosen five people to honor. Call, Aaron, Tamara, Jasper, and Alistair. Call had been surprised that Alistair had agreed to go. Alistair had hated magic, the magisterium, and everything to do with mages for as long as Call could remember. Call suspected Alistair had agreed because he wanted to see the assembly clap for Call and for everyone to agree that Call was on the side of good, that he was a hero. Call swallowed, suddenly nervous. I don't have anything to wear, he protested. Neither do I. Aaron looked startled. But Tamara and her family bought you all those fancy clothes last year, Call pointed out. Tamara's parents had been so excited at the thought that their daughter was friends with a Makar, one of the rare mages who could control chaos magic, that they had practically adopted Aaron, bringing him into their house and spending money on expensive haircuts and clothes and parties. Cole still couldn't quite understand why Aaron had decided to spend this summer with him and not the Rajavis. But Aaron had been very firm about it. I grew out of those, Aaron replied. All I have are jeans and t-shirts. That's why we're going to the mall, said Alistair, holding up his car keys. Come on, boys. Tamara's parents took me to Brooks Brothers, Aaron said, as they headed toward Alistair's collection of refurbished cars. It was kind of weird. Cole thought of their tiny local mall and grinned. Well, get ready for a different kind of weird, he said. We're going to travel backward in time without magic. I think I might be allergic to this material, said Aaron, standing in front of a full-length mirror in the back of J.L. Dimes. They sold everything, tractors, clothes, cheap dishwashers. Alistair always bought his work overalls there. Cole hated it. It looks fine, said Alistair, 
who had collected a vacuum cleaner somewhere along their travels, through the store and was examining it, probably for parts. He'd also picked up a jacket for himself, but had failed to try it on. Aaron took another look at the alarmingly shiny gray suit. The legs bagged around his ankles, and the lapels reminded Call of shark fins. Okay, Aaron said meekly. He was always very conscious that everything bought for him was a favor. He knew he didn't have money or parents to get him things. He was always grateful. Aaron and Cole had both lost their mothers. Aaron's father was alive but in prison, which Aaron didn't like for people to know. To Cole, it didn't seem that big of a deal, but that was probably because Cole's secret was so much bigger. I don't know, Dad.